For the Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast with James Arthur, Chris Bryant, and Richard Garraway. Hello and welcome to the Vault Studio NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting in the vault today is only one other person. That's James Arthur. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Richard. Thanks for having me, as usual, in my own home. <laughs> Yeah, your house, exactly. <laughs> no, um, it's not in my home. Well, I was going to stop saying that. Unfortunately, uh, Chris couldn't make it in today, but uh, that's okay. We'll soldier on without him. Got some um, sick boys. Yeah, the kids aren't too well, so uh, shout out to them. Hope they feel better. Uh, well, I'm a bit upset because who's going to... Chris sits at the end of the studio, so he's closest to the bar fridge. That's the bottom line, which we all know the bar fridge is my pride and joy of this studio. He's the guy, pretty much what he brings to this show is one, legitimacy because he played in the NFL and two, he, the ability to slide and get us a beer when we need one. So I don't know how we're going to handle that today. We might have to pause and do it. We might have to drink really slow because we don't like standing up. Richard, you're almost finished. <laughs> so all this put together, that's I'm going to miss him the most for the fact that he's tall and handsome, very handsome, and he gets me my beers during the podcast while I do the analysis. That's his role. On that bombshell. It's time to go into the newsroom on the Vault NFL Podcast. Newsroom. All right, where to start? Where to start? Let's go with the Giants cut Victor Cruz and Rashad Jennings to save about $10 million in cap space. Yeah, look, Rashad Jennings, he's he's nearing the end of his career. He's been a, a solid player for a few years now. He was a backup in Jacksonville, I believe, and then you know had a couple of okay seasons. But he, they were one of the worst running attacks in the NFL last year, so no real surprises there. Um, Victor Cruz, you know, he's it's sad to see him go because a lot of people don't realize that in the time before he did his knee and the four seasons before that, only two other receivers had more hundred yard games than him. Calvin Johnson. I wish I could remember the other one. (laughs) There's one more. Um, He had 19. Calvin Johnson and Brandon Marshall. Sorry, Marshall had 20. So you have to remember how good this guy was. He was was a massive part of their Super Bowl win in 13, I believe, over the Patriots. Um, Patriots fans, you might remember that. I'm sure you're feeling pretty good, but you might remember those. that was the second one he lost to the Giants. You weren't undefeated that time, but it was your second loss. Um, it's it's a sad day for New York and it's a sad day for Victor Cruz because he was okay last year, but I can't see him going anywhere and being any more than a role player now. And I don't know if a guy with his past is going to be okay with just being a role player. It might start to be the, the wind down of his career, I think. And all because of a knee injury, you know, two knee injuries. It's, it's a real shame. Yeah, and they just they wouldn't go away. I think that was the biggest thing. It just nagged and nagged. At one stage, I think he'd played one game in you know twenty four months or something yeah. ridiculous like that. Um, and that, that makes it really hard, really hard. Look, someone's going to bring him into camp just to see if there's any tread oh, left absolutely. on the tires. Someone will sign. I'd be shocked if he wasn't on a roster for most of the year. What about Rashad Jennings? Mm, yeah, he'll be on a roster. He'll be on a roster somewhere. He'll be a you know, uh, he, he's an okay pass protector. Um, he'll, he'll find a spot. He's a pro. So I, I imagine he might jump around a couple of teams this year, but I think there's a spot for Rashad Jennings on the team. Um, it's just, 
Yeah, it's just a matter of who, like who's got big running back concerns. He could be a solid. I think if he goes back to being a number two, uh, you know, he could go and be a backup at the Cowboys for Ezekiel. Like I'd say he'd be as good as Alfred Morris. Like, Alfred Morris wasn't anything special this year. He could be a backup in Cleveland, a role player in Cleveland behind Crow. Um, there's plenty of places he could go. Jacksonville could have him as a role player behind Ivory. Um, now that Yeldon's not working out, so th- there's plenty of places he can go. So. Interesting to say, I don't think he'll have as much hype around him, but uh, I certainly think Victor Cruz will be on a roster pretty soon as well, as soon as French starts. He'll be signed pretty quick to a, to a low-level deal. Moving on, uh, as we sort of expected, the Seahawks have been fined for lying about their injury to... Oh, sorry, the injury to yeah, Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, basically they didn't put him on their injury report, which is... It's cheeky. Um, there was a couple of them in the Super Bowl as well between they'll, both teams. They'll be it. fines handed out. And they'll get fines. Um, I think no one will really care. The fines don't come off your salary cap, so what does it matter? The owner will just fork it out. They, they, all, they all make enough money now that it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I think maybe they do need to make it um, a, a, a more harsh penalty, but well, I guess going into the Super Bowl, it, yeah. you're going to lie about it anyway at the Super Bowl, aren't you? No matter what the penalty is. What if it was a second-round pick? Yeah, well, then you might not. If you really, if the <laughs> NFL really cared about them not doing it, they'd make it harsher. It's not that big a deal. It's, well, it's all around the gambling. You're going to... Yeah. But that's, that's all it's for. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, if, if, if it's... Do the NFL really care about the gambling? Probably not that much. Yeah, they care all about it. Why? They don't, they don't that make and, money that and fantasy it. football because people watch it because of are that. The but most do they care things. if people lose money because Richard Sherman? No, they don't care. But if injury. they stop watching, because yeah. they're gambling on it. That's what they care about. I just don't think there's any risk of that at this point. You know, there's no reason reason to make it a harsh penalty. Um, they'll they'll cop the fine. The NFL will get the money in their pocket and they'll they'll be fine. Pro Football Focus have announced their top 101 players from the 2016 season. Want to take a guess who's at the top? Uh, have you not seen it? No, I've seen a little bit of it. I, I'm going a bit off pro football focus. There's so many guys in that. Like LaShawn McCoy isn't in the top 100 players. I watched LaShawn McCoy a lot this season. He's a top 100 player. <laughs> Certainly. Look, who, who was number one? I Tom didn't... Brady. Oh, that's fair enough. Look, the, the one thing I do like about pro football focus is they put a lot of... Uh, they do a lot of analysis on every play. So say a receiver has a ball overthrown. They then put that on the quarterback, not the receiver. They read the route if he was in position. If if it's, beaten, yeah, yeah. They really look, all that sort of really stuff. drill down if, onto if it. If a receiver does everything perfect and drops the ball, and the quarterback did everything right, they'll give the quarterback a high grade even though the ball was dropped. So they analyze the individual, not the play. Um, they put a little bit too much on blocking for receivers and top, like Larry Fitzgerald's about the fifth ranked receiver this year because he was such a good blocking receiver. Stuff like that, like. I don't care if a receiver can block. That doesn't make him... Like, Larry Fitzgerald's a good player not because of his blocking, because of his receiving. Yeah. So, look, have a look at the list. It's always worth looking at, well, but there are some names on it you will not know. The rest of the top 10, Aaron Donald um, of the Rams is number two. Aaron Rodgers of the Packers is number three. Cleo Mack of the Raiders is number four. Uh, Matt Ryan, the MVP, is number five. He was unranked in the top 100 last year. Yep. Julio Jones, Atlanta Falcons this year is six. That's up from nine the year before. Um, Marshall Yander, guard from the Ravens, is number seven. He was 16 the year before. Landon Collins, safety New York Giants, was number eight. Uh, 
Brandon Graham, edge rusher from the Eagles, is number nine. And rounding out the top ten, Eric Weddle, safety from the Baltimore Ravens. What One thing I do like about Pro Football Focus, and I, w- I will give them it, they just do their rankings and then back them. They don't sit down and go, oh, you know what, is Marshall Yander really the seventh best player in the NFL? No, he's not. But by their scores and rankings, he is. They don't rank just because you're a quarterback, you don't get... Because if you did a, a draft... Are you telling me Aaron Donald's going second? No. Khalil Mack's going no, four? No, no, no. I would say the first five or six picks that all be quarterbacks. Probably the yes. first 12 picks that yes. all be quarterbacks. So <laughs> this is where they do it by their formula and they rank it off that. And I can respect, they just back their formula. And if you don't like their formula, formula, you don't have to do it. What I like about them is I can pick and choose when I use them to my advantage. If they've given someone a good ranking, I'll use it. If they have it and I think they're good, I won't. It's that simple. <laughs> Simples. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to talk about in the newsroom? Maybe where Tony Romo is going to go, anything like that? Uh, Romo, Garoppolo, there's all speculation. Just quickly though, do you think they're going to get a top 10 pick for Garoppolo? No. I listened to Bill Simmons today, and I know you listened to him too. He yep. thinks the minimum they'll get is the Browns' 12th overall pick. Well, that's the not minimum. a top 10. Well, that's the minimum, he thinks. They're going to get something that or better. Um, if I was going to give them a number one, you'd want Garoppolo at twelve. I want a three coming back. You want well. a one coming back? No, you're not getting a one back. What if the Patriots said to the Browns, "You've got the twelfth pick in the draft. Give us number one. We'll give you Garoppolo, and then our first round pick." Oh, our- so you have twelve and thirty-two. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Instead of one and twelve. Yeah, I'd do that for the quarter. Yeah, that's scary to think of the currency on. And it's, 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 actually a, good it's a quarterback. The, it's there's quarterback. so much quarterback currency. I think the Cowboys are going to get a really good deal for Romo. The problem with Romo is he's way, way older. And, and I he think, has much I worse think injury Romo history. Romo might retire. I wouldn't give... I hope they trade him and then Romo retires. Is he allowed to do that? He can. You'd be furious if he oh, did. That would that would be very good. Anyway, we'll see what happens. That'll unfold. Nothing will happen. Um, franchise tags go up tomorrow. Today, American time. So it's very early in the morning. In America right now, it'll go up. They can start tagging guys today. So it'd be interesting to see if Cousins, they, maybe. I think Le'Veon Bell is a definite. I think Cousins is a definite if they don't get a long term deal. Terrell Pryor and Browns will probably get oh, I think tagged. they'll I think they'll get Terrell, they'll give Terrell Pryor a deal. They'll work it out. Well, if, I think they will too, but to make sure he doesn't walk on you. Barry has said he won't play under the tag, whether they tag him. There's, there's a lot of guys, so keep an eye on that. Um Barry's not holding out. Oh. He won't come into anything early, but he's not going to miss game checks. Oh no, no, he'll be there, but he he doesn't want to play under the tag, so he'll be he'll be. Well, nobody does. Deal. They all say that. I don't get that. Me it's so much money. Anyway, I guess you just think Especially like, if you're a receiver or something. The safety, if Eric Berry gets tagged, he'll earn like thirteen million dollars next year. It's ridiculous yeah, amount it's of a money lot for a safety. It's it's up there. Like receivers about sixteen million. It used to be eighteen million until Calvin Johnson retired, and now it's dropped right down. Oh yeah, of course that yeah. comes out of the calculation, doesn't so it? Everyone would have been upset about that. Uh, look, there's a lot of tags. We're interested to see. I think Levy and Bell's a no-brainer. They will get him tagged, or they'll get um, he'll get a monster deal, which I don't know how well that'll work out for them because he misses a lot of game time um, through injury and suspension and whatnot. So they have to be careful what kind of a deal they give him. I'd say do it like a short. High money one. If you traded him, what do you reckon you could get? I don't know. A one and a two? Could we and just a next year's two? Could you straight swap him for Garoppolo? <laughs> I'd do that in a heartbeat. 
<laughs> Garoppolo when they're first and second or something. I don't know. Oh. We'll see. Maybe Cowboys will get him, have Zeke and <laughs> Liverbell. That'd, yeah, be, be, that'd be stupid. be absolutely stupid. Anyway, that's that's all the news. There's not a lot that, of news going on at the moment. So, so what we're going to do, is we'll get out of there. As, as those who follow the website and the Facebook page have seen, uh, we've been doing, or not we, shouldn't say that, James has been doing his 2016 season reviews. We're all part of the same team here, Rich. We're all part of the vault. So we were working hard on these. Started yeah, uh, with down. the Cleveland Browns and made our way up. We're doing 11 a week. We'll discuss them on the podcast. They're going up on the website as well. Um, obviously go to vaultstudio.com.au you can check them out there we also put them on all our social media some really good responses invite so comments we're definitely inviting comments and questions and hey, attack me if you game. think I'm wrong tell me just a quick the way I've gone about it it's not about what's happening next year I've tried to avoid that as much as possible it's about how their season has gone so for each team I've got what went right what went wrong key position needs Offensive MVP and defensive MVP. It's not a long articles. Check them out. Your team would take about 30 seconds to read. It's a quick hit on what went wrong, what went right, and it's not about the future. We'll do that after the draft and the free agency and all that when we do our previews. This is about how it went this year. So should we start with the Browns? Start with the Cleveland Browns. 1-15. and 15, they, they did get a win. Um, what went right was Terrell Pry broke out as a wide receiver. If they can get a quarterback to deliver him the ball better, he could become anything. The running game was outstanding for the first half of the season and trading and re-signing Jamie Collins adds some much-needed talent to a bad defense. I don't know if he's worth the money they gave him. He's probably not, but they have zero talent on that defense and he's the most talented guy by a long way. So it's something to build on. Um, the running game, I, I assume, will be better. Will be as good next year. It was very good early on and then when, you, when you're behind, it's really hard to run. Um, what went wrong? Cornerback play was a huge issue. Joe Hayden regressed again, which is concerning. They lack an edge pass rusher, which leaves the defensive backs hung out to dry. So you can see how that kind of works together. Quarterback is a huge issue. RJ3 has not worked out. And people may like Cody Kessler, but I don't think he's anything more than a backup QB. That's that's all I can see him being. Um, I we, we had some comments on this. Do, should we read some comments? Oh, have you got the Browns comments? Yeah, I think your... Oh, they must have been... Your wife-to-be. Very good. I, I didn't call her your wife last week. You got in big trouble. Uh, she said they need to re-sign Terrell Pryor. That's the main thing they've got to do. Couldn't agree more. Um, Mark Doyle said he's not going to give his thoughts because we'd have to censor it. Wait till we get to them. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers went two. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Key position needs quarterback, D-back, edge rusher, MVP on offense, Terrell Pryor, MVP on defense, Danny Shelton, who I didn't mention in the what went what went right, really turned it around from a bad rookie year. He looks like he can be a really good player for them. Good for him. San Francisco 49ers went two and 14. What went right for them? Uh, DeForest Buckner. He looks to be worth his value and... I think if you pair him with Eric Armstead, they could become a really dominant force. Although Armstead wasn't as good this year, I think he could become something special. Um, rookie Rashad Robinson played outstanding and looks like a steal for their defense in the fourth round. And tight end Vance McDonald emerged as a big threat player with the potential to develop into a nice player if they can find a solid quarterback. Um, what went wrong? Quarterback was a massive problem with Blaine Gabbert looking terrible. And Kaepernick was unhappy with the situation, um, but he did play well a few times, which is which was positive. 
They had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, especially at guard and right tackle. No talent wide receiver was a huge problem. Losing Bowman to another season injury was huge, and I will be interested to see how he recovers back from another one. It's it's going to be a slow burn for him. Their key position needs are offensive line, edge rusher, wide receiver, to name a very few. Offensive MVP was incredibly difficult to pick, but I went with Carlos Hyde. And defensive MVP, I went with Namaro Bowman, even though he was injured halfway through the year. He played that well to deserve that. No one was better than him. No arguments there. The Chicago Bears went 3-13. and 13. What went right for them? Jordan Howard went right, yeah. rookie. If ding, it ding, wasn't ding. if it wasn't for Zeke, this guy was the rookie of the year. Oh, Zeke or Dak, this guy was the rookie of the year by far. Like he was so outstanding for them that was just overshadowed by the Cowboys rookies. Uh, Leonard Floyd, another guy, had seven sacks as a rookie. Just to put that into perspective, only twelve, sorry, twenty-two defensive linemen or players on defense have had more than six sacks in their rookie years. Uh, a couple of them, Demarcus Ware, um, Sean Merriweather, uh, Joey Bosa. Plenty of not not many have done it. Twenty two in the history. That's pretty big. Um, I thought Jarrell Freeman and Danny Trevathan became a great middle linebacker tandem, and they can really build the defense around that. And Floyd, good signing Trevathan from the yeah um, outstanding. And Jarrell Freeman's a bit older, but they'll get a couple of years out of him. Even if he ends up being a bit of a bridge player for a younger guy, he still played outstanding this year. Um, Jake, well, what went wrong? Jay Cutler looked uninterested and played poorly. Expect him to be cut to clear his massive salary or traded if they can. No one's traded for that contract. Uh, we'll see. He has to get cut. I think he will. Offensive line issues were common with injuries and rookies having to fill in a lot. They need a lot of help at left, at tackle, right and left. I like Kyle Long. I like Cody Whitehead, the center. He was quite good, but the tackles are bad. Olsen Jeffrey's out of contract and will be getting to get a massive deal. And Do you he, tag him? Oh, the second year in a row, I don't know. It's, you just got to work out the money. He doesn't want to be there, though. Um, and finally, Kyle Fuller, who was a first-round pick a couple of years ago, missed the entire season. Um, he struggled with injuries in the first couple of years, and they really need him back because their corners were terrible this year. Um, key position needs, I have defensive back, safety or corner, quarterback and tackle, and they're all, they desperately need them. Um, offensive MVP, Jordan Howard, hands down. And defensive MVP, it was out of um, Trevathan and Jarrell Freeman, and I went with the guy who played every game and was more consistent in Jarrell Freeman. Uh, that's, yeah, that's it for them. Moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars also went 3-13, and James's biggest disappointment of the season. But what went right for them? Uh, Jalen Ramsey, I think, was outstanding. Um, as a, as the, the fifth overall pick, he lived up to it. I think he's going to be a great player. Um I think they've hit. I think Malik Jackson was a great signing. Yes, you overpay, but you always will. Um, Telvin Smith is great. Jonathan Cyprian had a breakout year. Yannick Nguyki, who was the second-round defensive end, actually had nine sacks this year. And I just mentioned uh, Floyd. He was incredible. He had a great season. And Miles Jack, who didn't do as much as everyone thought, but you've got to remember, he's a second-round pick. That is, I saw him late in the season when he was all healed up. He was covering slot receivers, running backs, everyone, outside, tight ends. He's very good. They were the sixth-ranked defense in the NFL. So Gus Bradley, who got fired, copped a lot of crap. They were not that bad a defense. In saying that, they had a lot of good players on that defense, but they still weren't bad. Um, Offensively, Marquise Lee having a semi-breakout year was about the only highlight. I think that was the only thing I got right about the Jaguars this year, that Marquise Lee would be good. (laughs) That was the only (laughs) prediction I got right. Uh, what went wrong? Luke Jokel has not lived up to his expectations for the number two pick. 
The offensive line, a terrible par now at the other right tackle spot. Um, the ex-Cowboy was, is not up to it. Um, and they could not run the ball. Losing Chris Ivory was massive for them. Um, they're going to have to repair that. Blake Bortles had massive regression after a massive season. Uh, time will tell if he can turn it around and be their franchise quarterback. And Julius Thomas, who's never lived up to his massive contract, and I think he could be a, a cap casualty this, this offseason. Key position needs. O-line, O-line, O-line. I feel like that's the only thing this team's missing to click. If they get a good O-line, they've got all the pieces. Um, I don't think you can you can pull the trigger on a quarterback yet with Bortles. You've got to give him another year. Um, offensive MVP, it was Alan Robinson. He didn't have a great year, but no one really on that offense did. He was he was double-covered a lot and had a good year. And defensive MVP, I had Talvin Smith, the linebacker, who had, had a really good year. And Lachlan on Facebook said, go Jags. <laughs> Thanks, Lachlan. Nothing other than that. The LA Rams, as we continue on, what went right for them? Uh, I think moving Alec Ogletree to middle linebacker looked like it's paying off. He led the team in tackles and interceptions. Mark Barron, who was a, a top 10 pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Richie, he earned his contract. He, is, he played fantastic at outside linebacker when he was drafted as a safety. And um, Aaron Donald continues to be one of the best defensive players in the league. I think you said he was number two on pro football focus, top 101. So... That shows how good he was. What went wrong? Goff. Uh, this may be a big mistake. You know, he didn't play till week 11, and he never looked good. Um, Jeff Fisher was fired after a career of being 7-9. and nine. I just, just reread that I said that. Um, they were ranked last or second last in every offensive category. And my line is they were a train wreck. Their offense was terrible. Um, offensive line wide receiver and defensive back are their biggest needs. They've got a lot. Um, an offensive MVP, I gave it to Kenny Britt, who you know had a good good little comeback year after some bad injuries through his career. It was good to see he's a free agent and defensive MVP, Aaron Donald. Jake off Facebook said, uh, your rap of the Rams was pretty accurate. Uh, he did agree with you. Kenny Britt was huge this year. Uh, but biggest thing he said, Gurley really struggled. The O-line was putrid, was his choice of words, which didn't help. Uh, Gurley or Goff. Um, he goes, if, you, if they don't get a bunch of offensive-minded guys in there to get Goff playing to an acceptable standard, he's going to be a bust, no doubt. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with Jake either. I think their offensive line was, was one of the... Um, and early on in these reviews, you'll hear me say that they're one of the worst offensive lines a lot. These guys were bad. And, and the, the bad thing is that they've put two... They've put a first-round pick, the number three overall pick, into Greg Robinson, who's looking like a bust. Um, Gurley... You know, he has a bit of the Trent Richardsons about him. I don't want him to be that, but that's what he looked like this year. And then Goff, they could have blown the last three picks, and they've got not many picks coming up. So they're in a bit of strife. They need, I think Jake's right, if they don't get Goff some coaching help, it could be over before it even started for the poor man. And it's not fair on him either. No. New York Jets went 5-11. and 11. What went right for them? Aussie Lock Edwards established himself as an NFL caliber punter. I think he'll be there for, for years to come. He'll, I don't think he'll even have a, com- a competition for him. They might have a camp leg, but I think he's got that job sewn up, um, which is great. For, we, all, we love all the Aussies in the NFL. Leonard Williams continued from his outstanding rookie year, starting to look like one of the top interior linemen. And Darren Lee, who was their first-round pick, great athleticism and playmaking ability, uh, should be a good fit for them going forward. Bilal Powell looked fantastic in limited playing time. Look for them to use them him more next year if he can stay healthy over Matt Forte. What went wrong? Plenty. Uh, uh, there's a lot. 
rolling the dice on Fitzpatrick to start, that was a, a uh, terrible move. I hate being a jerk about it, but I feel so vindicated by that. I was saying all off-season, it was the best year he'd ever had. With well, he had two, his best year ever and they couldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, and they weren't gonna, he wasn't going to repeat it. And when we come to next year, I'll be saying it about Matt Ryan, not to be a jerk, but... He won't repeat what he did Ooh, this year. Shanahan, that scares me not having him. Exactly. So he won't repeat that, just like Fitzpatrick didn't. The this difference year. between him and Matt Ryan, I know we're a bit off topic, is Matt Ryan's never been that bad. Yeah, and he's a way better player. Fitzpatrick is terrible. He's yeah. so bad. So yeah, th- that went wrong. Um, Bryce Petty was no good in relief. So he's not the answer. Oh, I certainly don't think he is. Brandon Marshall's getting old and starting to become a locker room issue. I think they'll move on from him like a lot of other teams in the past have. Eric Decker's injury early in the year. You remember there was a game where Fitzpatrick threw six touchdown passes and then Decker got hurt. Since that, I think that was week three. He threw six interceptions in a game too, And then the next week he threw six. (laughs) Like, they were terrible without Decker. He's a huge part of that offense. I really like Decker. I hope he can get healthy and, and continue to be effective there. Their key position needs, as a lot of these bottom teams, offensive line. They desperately need an edge rusher, and they've got to find a quarterback that can that can control this team. Maybe a Tony Romo. Maybe, I think they're in the sweepstakes for him. Um, offensive MVP, I went with Bilal Powell, and he didn't get a ton of snaps this year through to injury and them sticking with Matt Forte a little bit too long. When he touched the ball, he was outstanding. So they were a pretty bad offense. I went with him. And defensive MVP, I went, I went with Leonard Williams just over Muhammad Wilkinson. I thought Williams was outstanding all year. You say O-line is their number one need, but... Daniel off Facebook said he thinks when healthy, it's not. Carpenter and is the solid at guard. Shell's an excellent rookie right tackle. And Mangold and Johnson are solid at the center. Look, Mangold's going to retire. He's done. Johnson's not a good center. He hasn't started enough games to even know that. I don't think he's good. Winters is a solid guard, but... I believe I responded to him saying that if he's your best offensive lineman, that's a worry. He should be your fourth or your fifth best. Carpenter is in a different, is in the wrong era of football. He can't play in a zone blocking scheme, which everyone wants to run, and he can't pass protect. He's a brawler. The reason he moved from tackle to guard was because he has no feet. Um, so I don't agree with his with his evaluation there. Uh, and De, without Debrickshaw Ferguson this year, their tackle position, Ryan Clady didn't work out. They look, injuries are an excuse at times, I get that, but not for that offensive line. That was a bad unit. And, you know, they've got a, they've got as much to blame as Fitzpatrick does. They're, they're not a good team there. San Diego Chargers. Now, the LA Chargers went 5-11 and 11 last year. Obviously, the big thing that went right for them was Melvin Gordon got going. Yep. Had a, after a really bad rookie year, I think he became one of the top playmakers in the league. If they rebuild around him, they've got Phillip Rivers, um, they've got some new playmakers in Tyrell Williams and Hunter Henry, and if they get Keenan Allen back, um, it, it could be a really, really good offense. And we said all year, this was one of the this was the best bad team. They yes. were not a bad team. They had some really good players. And then after a holdout to start the season, Joey Bosa was absolutely outstanding. Um, if they can work around him, and I did have a misprint. I said Melvin Gordon. Um, I meant Melvin Ingram. If they can build around Ingram, get him re-signed, and Joey Bosa, that has got some good pieces. It could be like a JJ Watt Clowney situation in in Houston. They're very good football players. Uh, what went wrong? 
losing Keenan Allen, second year running. Two years in a row. Yeah, I, I feel and for them. And they're weird stuff too. Like, well, didn't have a f- yeah, he had a ruptured spleen or yeah. something one year. And awful, or, awful. Yeah, They've had a so terrible lucky. run the last couple of years of injuries. Last year, it was the offensive Keenan Allen and pretty much all the offensive line got hurt last year. This year, their offensive line stayed healthy, but then you lose Keenan Allen. Um, and then you lose Jason Verrett from defense, and he's one of the best corners in oh, the NFL. Mate, he's he a frog. Boy. He a frog. He you, good. He good. You love him. Um, Casey Haywood, if he isn't a one-year wonder, he had eight interceptions this year, which led the league. If they can get Verrett back and him, uh, that's fine. Um, and then... Manti Teo continues to struggle in the NFL. Rookie Jatavis Brown took his spot and was great. The college standout needs to spend more time playing football and less time making up girlfriends. That's harsh. It was years ago. Nah, I'm never Let getting over Let the poor guy it. go. It's funny. <laughs> you got to admit, you're laughing. So it's, it's I am laughing because the story was funny, but it's just mean. Yeah. Um, key positional needs for the Chargers. Safety, interior lineman, defensive center guard, and really tackle. And then on defensive line as well. Um, mid- oh, sorry, I got confused. An interior lineman is in defensive lineman. I I read the wrong bit. Um, so they need D tackles to go with Bosa and a middle linebacker would be great. I think Jatavius Brown was okay. And then offensive MVP was Philip Rivers. Um, he was just so consistent. He had some bad moments, but all in all, he was. It was all well in catch up mode. Yeah. He has to throw the ball through a window. Yes, if um if Gordon had played the whole season, I think he would have got it. But you know, he fell just short of a thousand yards because of an injury. Um, and he would have got that. He was six yards off it. And defensive MVP, I went with Melvin Ingram. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. I had him on my mid-year all-pro team. That's how good I thought he'd been. So it, he's been outstanding for them, and they really need to get him re-signed or tag him. He'd, he'd be one I could see them tagging. Moving on, the Carolina Panthers, after making the Super Bowl in the previous year, they fell to 6-10. and 10. Yeah, it wasn't a good year for them. And look, I'll start with what went right. Luke Cookley, Thomas Davis, and Shaq Thompson continue, continue to be the best trio in the NFL. They were outstanding against the run. Cam Newton didn't have his best year, but he had some great moments. And we know I'm not the biggest fan of him on a personal level, but he's certainly a specimen, and I think he'll bounce back. And Mario Addison, the defensive end, developed into a really good situational pass rusher. If they can find a couple of other pieces to go around, he'll be really handy on that defense. Um, what went wrong? Strap yourself in, Richie. There's there's a bit going on here, and it's not really player-based. The attitude of the team was not good. Going from the top team that liked to dab on everyone um, to a and struggle, and then... Fake selfies. Yeah, and then starting to struggle, it revealed a lot of character concerns, especially at quarterback. Um, I thought that was Matt. Cam Newton's attitude was, since they lost that Super Bowl, I would describe him as stroppy. He's been sucking towel over his head. Back to the old camp. You can't win the MVP every year, mate. You've got to grind it out sometimes. Uh, Kukli's head injuries are starting to become a real concern. It's a massive concern. Yeah. If he has any more concussions, I reckon he's done. I think he'll retire. Next, you reckon if he has any more? Oh, if he gets another one, like... When, a bad when he gets one. A, when he gets a concussion... Well, they're all bad now. When, when he, he gets was, a concussion, he misses three weeks. When he was crying on the field, that... Like, people called him a pussy and stuff. That's That's crap. He was legitimately did not know where he was. He had no idea. That is scary. Yeah. Just waking up to screaming fan. He wouldn't have even known his own name. He was terrified. That's scary. Um, so that's something they, they have to work out because he'd be such a big loss. He's one of the best linebackers I've ever seen. Um, letting Josh Norman walk was a terrible move. They had no one to replace him. And it left a massive hole. I, I think Josh Norman won that battle. When he left, they were worse. Well, Jamie on Facebook said... 
Corner is still the biggest concern and Kukli's health moving forward. Yep, and Bradbury was a good pick late. Um, but other than that, they got nothing. Uh, the last is tackle became a huge issue when Michael Orr got injured. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. They need to find a true left tackle, move Orr back to the right side, and then that would improve their offense 100%. If they can get a left tackle in the draft, their offensive line will be much better. Um, their key position needs are cornerback, left tackle, and a slot receiver. The reason I'm saying slot receiver is they've got Funchess, they've got Calvin Benjamin. They need a guy that can consistently get open. Philly Brown, who I think will be gone, he's a free agent. And same with Ted Ginn. They need a true slot receiver, a, you know, an Edelman, Cole Beasley, Amandola sort. They need something like that. Hayden off Facebook also said they need – Ted Ginn just drops too many passes, a guy who can take the lid off a defense, but it's no point if you drop it every time. Yeah, like, yes, that's very true. Um, but that's that's who he is. And if you go into the season with him – at, your, at that spot, he hurt them in the Super Bowl and he dropped a, pretty much a touchdown catch in the Super Bowl. And it's the same with Philly Brown. So I'm not going to feel sorry for them for that. They went in knowing he can't catch consistently. He's basically a punt returner and a kick returner. So that, that's their own fault. That's I what he's saying. He wants to replace and get yeah. someone who can genuinely do that. Yeah, a a fuller type from Houston. A slot receiver. That's what they need to get that. Um, the other thing I didn't mention, they, they need a halfback too. They desperately need a halfback. I think Stewart's getting a bit old. Um, offensive MVP was Greg Olson. Outstanding year. I think he was the second best tight end in the league um, behind Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, but he was outstanding. Defensive MVP was Thomas Davis, and I did put in brackets, Kukla's injury helped him seal it. Missing games is the reason he got it, but you can't deny Thomas Davis. What a great story and a turnaround to a career after three knee injuries. Um, I really like Thomas Davis. Yeah, and anytime someone comes back from those kind of injuries, like, good for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm really 100%. happy for him. Cincinnati went nine. Uh, sorry, no, they didn't. They went six, nine, and one. Um, once again, a team who had been in the playoffs six straight. No, that's too long. Four straight, something like that. Yeah, and I think it was five or six. Yeah, I think so you're right. Either way, plenty. Um, but this year they missed out and, and didn't look that flash. Um, but what went right for them that season? Well, let's quickly start by saying I'm going to give them a mulligan. They had a bad year. They got a few injuries. Nothing went right. Well, the stuff went right, but. It was just a bad year for him. Yeah. Bengals fans, don't get down on it. You've got a good coach. You've got all the pieces in place. You and guys they, they will bounce back. a number back. of free agents leave too. Exactly. And, and some bad injuries. I, I'm just... Bengals fans, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's going to be fine. I'm trying to think of more metaphors. Um, <laughs> Andy Dalton playing a whole season was massive injury last year. I honestly believe, and we said this last season, if he hadn't have got injured, they, they would have been able to win the Super Bowl. They were playing that well at the time. He was the MVP. Similar to Derek Carr this year. That was what that was last year. Um, injuries have been an issue for him. The fact that he got through, he didn't play his best coming off some injuries last year, but he is, in my opinion, a top quarterback. What I mean by that is he's in the top half. If you don't think Andy Dalton's in the top 15 in the league, there's something wrong with you. Um, whatever your opinion on Vontae's perfect is, and we all know he's a bit of a dickhead, <laughs> or as Chris would say, no, I can't say that word. <laughs> um, if he could my limit, mom, my his mum says we swear too much on the podcast. Okay, but not say <laughs> that. Got to turn it down. He's a bit of a silly, silly boy. If he could limit his mental lapses, he could become one of the best linebackers in the NFL. He played outstanding this year. If it wasn't for suspensions and fighting and giving up personal fouls, he would have been one of the best players in the, in the NFL. He's one a crazy of the best person. You, 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 he's a he cr- intimidates the crap out yeah, of people. He's a crazy person. And you have to accept crazy people will get suspended or fined 
or whatever. They got to either they, the got to, they got to sort him out or move him on because there's no matter how good you are, you can't hurt him like that. He keeps hurting them. Richie's nodding like move him on. <laughs> no, I'm nodding like sometimes every team needs a crazy person. Yeah, I wouldn't. Who's the wanna, Patriots? Crazy do you want to run a you want to cr- run a crossing route in front of him? Well, I would. No, you wouldn't. Hey, you he ain't gonna hurt, that bitch ain't gonna you hurt me. Wouldn't want any part <laughs> Actually, of it. I think he's bigger than me. <laughs> of course, he's bigger than you, and he's faster than you, <laughs> Richard. We don't know that. Okay, Sorry, everyone in the NFL. Let's is not go hearsay. We don't know he's faster. I bet we can get his forty time out. I bet. Well, what's my forty time? Don't slow. tell everyone. Don't tell everyone. Really slow. I had to do it, and I was really tired. Time after. to put the sundial. Uh, <laughs> that's an oldie, but a goodie. What went wrong? Um, I thought Andrew Whitworth, he did play well. I'm going to squeeze in a good one, but the offensive line struggled. Uh, They couldn't get consistency going in the running game and their age is an issue. I think um, Whitworth's 35 now. Uh, Last year's first round pick, Cedric Ogibui, struggled at times. He does not look like he's going to be a successful tackle. They might have to move him into guard. Uh, Steve off Facebook, who's been a long-time Cincinnati fan, he was there in the dark old days, so... Good on for sticking with him, Stevie. Um, the pre-Chad days, I like to call it. Yeah. Uh, he said Cedric was just awful this season. Ogabui. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why he used his first name. Um, well, that's because he used his first name. Yeah. He, I'm, I'm quoting. Is that who he meant by Cedric? I read that. Yeah. Uh, he was terrible. He's really bad. That I think moving him into guard might help him. He's got. He's very similar to that carpenter I was talking about before. He's got really bad feet. And if you're a tackle in the NFL with bad feet, uh, you may as well not bother. So that, that's his problem. And then lastly, Kirkpatrick, who struggled at times. He's not the worst. And then Adam Jones, he's starting to get old quick. Um, they need William Jackson, who was out for the whole season with an injury after being a first-round pick to pick up. Simeon also on Facebook thinks that Kirkpatrick wasn't that bad. I didn't say he was that bad. I said he struggled at times. Kirkpatrick struggled at times is what I said. He was okay. And my response to Simo was, if if he's your number two corner, you're set, you're gold. He's a good number two corner, playing on the second best receiver, playing the cover three zone, doing the second string stuff. They need a true number one corner. And that's it's hard to find. And William Jackson's a late first round pick. You don't normally get those guys there. Um, time will tell. Key position needs cornerback. Middle linebacker, because Ray Maluga, I watched some tape this week. He is a liability. That they, they just can't leave him in in coverage because he just can't cover anyone. So they're going to need help there and tackle because I think Whitworth, Whitworth is a fragile. I think he'll leave. I don't think they'll bring him back. Um, offensive MVP, AJ Green, although he missed a lot of the season. When he's there, he's the best. They are he's, so he's a top different. five receiver. They are so different when he plays and when he misses. Yeah. Like, it makes such a difference. Absolutely, it does. I think they lost... Every game without him playing this year. Man, they might have won one against the Browns, I think. Um, and defensive MVP, Vontae's perfect. Um, yeah, and we've already talked about him. He, he had a good year. I can't deny that. Buffalo Bills went 7-9. and nine, Another one of James's favourites pre-season. Uh, what went right? Uh, what went right was a firing. Firing Greg Roman and promoting Anthony Lynn saved their season in some ways. It didn't save Rex Ryan, but it saved their season. Um, Shady McCoy looked like a different player, and the offensive line went back to dominating the trenches. Lorenzo Alexander broke out with 12 and a half sacks after being a special teams player. I don't think that success will continue next year. I think he's a bit of a one-hit wonder, but I'm still really happy for him. I think that's great for a guy 
who's been, you know, one of the special teams guys who gets hit all the time and does all the hard stuff to have a really good year. And he'll get some money for another team next year as a situational pass rusher. Um, and I think the high point of the defense was Zach and Preston Brown. Preston Brown being a rookie, they played outstanding, and this was a spot that we didn't think they'd be very good at. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, what went wrong? Sammy Watkins being constantly injured doesn't help. Yeah, w- when he's healthy, he looks everything that was promised coming out of college, but he, he's just always hurt. People are blaming Tyrod Taylor, um, but it's not his fault. It's, it's his injuries. Uh, Marcel Darius, run-ins with the law and substance abuse. They're starting to affect him. He didn't play well this year, and he missed at the start of the year due to um, substance abuse issues. Uh, and the Bills were ranked 29th in the league in run defense. So in the past, that's been one of their better areas. Rex Ryan teams stopped the run. Marcel Darius was a, a big reason they didn't they couldn't get that done. Brendan off Facebook, who's a huge Bills fan, says he can't disagree too much with your analysis. Uh, but he says changing coaching staff every two years is not helping. Also, why they're paying Reggie Bush? Does he have nude photos of the GM? They're not paying him much. He's on a vet minimum. <laughs> um, and he was, if you saw my three good, three bad a few weeks ago, he's the only player in NFL history with 20 or more carries to have negative yards on a season. And I had a go at the Bills for that. They should have given him some carries. He was like negative two yards or something. Give him a carry. Um also, while we're there, I know you're going to talk about your positional needs. Um, uh, Mark also off Facebook, uh, who I know is a massive Bills fan, got a massive tattoo on his back. Um, he basically said the quarterback position is one they've just got to get right. Yeah, well, I have position needs. I have quarterback with a question mark. Quarterback? I don't know what they're going to do. Apparently, they don't want to pay Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor is sitting sweet right now because if they cut him, they're going to pay him like $14 million and then he can go somewhere else and get signed and he will get signed. Right? He's If they pay him next year, he'll earn $26 million next year if he stays because of the contract they signed him to. They stuffed that contract up because they didn't think he was going to be any good and they were going to cut him after a year. He backed himself. I think they have to stay with him in my opinion. I think they've got to roll the dice. There is no one better than him. I'm desperately trying to bring this contract up. It's massive. Um, The other key positions, defensive line and edge rusher. Lorenzo Alexander is not going to do what he did last year. Um, Offensive MVP, I had LaShawn McCoy. Although he's getting older, he's had an outstanding year. You're right. He's due to earn $27.5 million in 2017. You sound surprised. You know. No, I'm not surprised that you were right. I'm surprised at the money. I'm just shocked at the money. Like, that's that's monstrous. I'm just yeah. trying to bring it here. So, 2017, his base salary is $12 million. Yeah. There's an option bonus of $3 million. <laughs> Even if they cut him... He gets paid all that. The cap hit is $15 million. Still, you're saving $12 million. Yeah, that's true. They've, they've got to evaluate whether they think they're a chance next year and stick with him. Uh, I don't know if they will. I, if they're going to be a running offense again, then stick with him. But I don't know if they are. Um, defensive MVP, I had Zach Brown. I thought he had a great year after um, coming from the Titans after a couple of inju- injury-destroyed years. God. You're in shock still, aren't you? I'm st- I haven't got off. I'm reading the rest of the contract. It's, it's, there's more escalators. It's awful. And if he, if he plays well next year, he gets more money. He has a potential to earn about $32 million if they're he makes a Pro him. Bowl. They're going to cut him. They're not going to pay that. Well, they're going to pay... If they cut him, they've got to pay him what else, $15 million anyway. 
and you still take that hit. So oh. that's they're going to weigh up is $12 million that's worth turned not out to having be him. such a bad contract. Yeah. Is $12 million worth not having him? Because you're hamstrung. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, you has got to roll with it's him. It's the Saints all over again. Well, Gillette. Excellent, um, Gillette. Excellent uh, segue. The New Orleans Saints went seven and nine last se- uh, last year and missed the playoffs. What went right? No, before I'm so proud of you, Richard. You just corrected me on an NFL name. You've been doing some research, haven't you? you like that. You've been doing some. I'm proud of you. Um, what went right? Drew Brees. He went really right. He's still playing at a really high level. I think adding Michael Thomas as the he led all rookies at wide receiver. He was outstanding. Brandon Cooks is one of the best big plays, big play creators in the league. Um, but Cameron Jordan and Nick Fairley, to an extent, was about the only shining light on defense. Um, but Cameron Jordan played well all year. What went wrong? Strap yourself in, Ricardo. <laughs> Get ready for some news. De- was it the defense again? Yeah. Two years in a row? Their defensive backs were terrible. Sterling Moore, BW Webb, they're not NFL players. Um, and their other, co- their other corner, who I can't remember, he's a Canadian guy. They reckon he's good, but he's not. He struggles every week. Vicaro and Jarius Bird, I wish we had that drop, um, looked okay at times, but they both earned way too much money to be beaten the way they do. Uh, Fairley and Jordan were good. But there was no other help there. And the drop-off from Stefan Anthony, who was up there for Defensive Rookie of the Year last year, they moved him from middle linebacker to outside linebacker. And that is a terrible move by the Saints. He was awful there this year. They basically ruined one of the top defensive rookies, put him in a position that he couldn't play, and made him insignificant. Uh, and then running back was an issue. Ingram struggles in pass protection. Um, and needing to be rotated because of that. We'll see if he can turn his career around. He's been very inconsistent throughout his whole career. Um, but also, some of that's got to do with play calling as well. Yeah, and I wish some of the Saints fans had bobbed up on the Facebook or the Twitter today to uh, make comments. So No one did. No one did. I wouldn't if it's I was disappointing. a Saints fan. Their position the needs, though, a guard. They've got two very old guards. Um, they're pretty set at tackle, which is good. Defensive line, I think Fairley and Jordan are okay, but they need more. And defensive back, that, that's that's the biggest one. D-back, offensive MVP, I had Drew Brees. And defensive MVP, I had Cameron Jordan. I, He's really good. Cameron Jordan. He is a really good player. He's much better than Jordan Cameron, the tight end <laughs> from Miami. Well, <laughs> might, he might even be retired now. Um, yeah, but Cameron Jordan, he had an outstanding year, and so did Drew Brees. I can't... He surprises me every year, still Drew Brees. I thought he'd be starting to drop off. He was... Great. Now, they are a bit of a volume passing team, which, you know, they're all about getting passing stats. That's what that's what they're trying to do. So, And they do a very good well, job at passing it. passing offense. But, you know, you're only winning seven games with that quarterback. You're blowing a very big window. A lot of teams would kill for him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they have to, they have to get some defense down there. Like, they score 30 points every week and have done for... It feels like a decade. I know it's not that long, but every now and then you need a defense to get a stop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, that's it for the season reviews for this week. So we've done, done 11. How'd we go with time then? We thought we did pretty well. Yeah, we're cruising. Plenty yeah. of time. So um, what we're going to say, we are going to continue these. We'll do the next 11 teams in draft order. Yep. Um, and do you want me to read them out? Yeah, yeah, far away. We've got Philadelphia, Arizona, Colts, Minnesota Vikings, Baltimore Ravens, 
Washington Redskins, Tennessee Titans. I'm looking forward to what Noonan has to say about that. He'll just say you're wrong. <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks. And I'll say you're wrong. Denver Broncos, Detroit Lions, and the Miami Dolphins. So we start getting to the we get into the the worst two playoff teams last next week. Um, and the week after that, we've got all the all the top teams. So that'll be really good. And we've got a bit more time for those ones so we can dive a little bit deeper on some of the successes they had. They're a lot harder to write, the good teams, I'll yeah. tell you that much. These will all be um, up on the Facebook page and on the website. Please comment. Hey, check let us know what you read. think. Trust me, I'm always going to re- reply for questions, statements. I'm not going to let your point go un- unresponded. I will tell you whether I agree or not. Um, but I-, I like talking about it. So... If you disagree with me, if you agree with me, tell me. I don't care. I'm not, you're not going to offend me. Trust me. Um, I just want to know. And I, I enjoy talking about it. For everyone who has commented so far, thank you so much. Um, obviously, and anyone who's listening this week, be sure as your team comes up, ask your questions um, or have your comments. We, we look forward to it. We really enjoy it. Looking forward for the rest of the um, off season, we will be having our... Um, top free agents yep. coming up. We've got a lot um, of work to do. The league season uh, kicks off in about three, four weeks. The new yeah. league year will start. So what's it's combines first? Uh, the combine is coming up. Now, free in- agency starts the couple of days after that and then draft. So. Yep, draft is obviously a lot further past it. But we'll be talking about teams and draft needs and all those we'll, sorts of things as we go we'll, on. We'll be away for the draft. We'll be Yeah, we'll be in Abu Dhabi. No, we'll be back. Will we? Yeah, we'll oh, be that's back. Good. That's we'll good be news. back. Um, but that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening and for downloading. Uh, please get onto iTunes and subscribe. If that's how you listen to your podcast, if you are an iPerson, please leave a rating, leave um, a review. We'd love you to do that. Um, if you use Android, you can use Pod Addict or um, we're obviously on the SoundCloud app. You can subscribe there. There's lots of different ways to get the podcast. And please visit the website, thevaultstudio.com.au. Get on the Facebook page, invite, or go into the Facebook page, click invite people to like, and, and invite spam all them. your friends. Just invite everyone. I don't care. I, I just, if they've, got a, if they've got a problem, they can come see me in the studio if they can find where it is. It's hidden. Um, but just spam us out because... Uh, we're moving on to some big things. We've got some stuff coming up in the works. I know it's the off-season, but I don't know, Yurish, this is kind of my favourite time of the year. No, it's the worst, but no, it's, it's not. okay. We've got Combine. I can sit there and review college players and where, how I think they're going to... I hit 27, 26 or 32 last year in the first round, Richard. I, yep. got, I, got a lot of, I got some big shoes to fill. The only thing that's worse is preseason football. Preseason's terrible. And, and the Hall of Fame game. Preseason Hall of Fame is all bad, uh, but it goes playoffs at the top, regular season only because it's football, and then off season. Like, I really enjoy the draft. I love the draft. Free agency signing's fun. Your team's going to get better if your team's got a ton of cap. Like, Not always. Sometimes you lose all these players, you don't replace them. Yeah, Arizona. We'll get to them next week, but they're in real struggle. Yeah, oh, so many free agents. Yeah. Little tease there for next week. So yeah, and the Titans next week. Yeah. Tune in. Everyone wants to hear about the Titans. If you're on Twitter, uh, check out James Jartha sixty five ninety four, or you can find me Richard zero three. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the NFL podcast, brought to you by the Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter.